Welcome to Always Andersonville, the podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Joelle. Today we are joined by Frank Euler of Honoré Storage. Honoré Storage offers secure self-storage in Chicago and is equipped with everything you need to keep your belongings safe. Their amenities include newly renovated units, online bill pay, secure facilities, a loading dock, and more. Reserve your storage unit online or over the phone today or visit them at 5147 North Clark. Welcome, Frank. How are you today? I'm doing great. How about yourself? We're great. Um, We're so glad you could join us today in um, Studio C. Um, So we like to start out with every episode with our guests kind of telling us a little bit about their background, where they're from. How did you get your start with Honoré? Sure. So my background actually originally was as an accountant. Um, I worked in the real estate industry and as you can imagine, got sick of the uh, work that accountants do. Um, Not anything against accountants, but personally I was. So I decided to get into the real estate investment space, which is kind of how things eventually transpired to this storage facility. But originally I had been doing apartment rentals with a company called Honoré Properties. So I was in charge of finding new apartment buildings for us, which we would buy, usually renovate, and then manage. And this storage facility was actually a building that I looked at for apartments at first. Um, I mean, it was located at Clark and Foster, seemed like prime location where people would want to live. And, you know, ultimately decided after I looked at the building, which was currently being run as a storage facility, I don't know if you remember Windy City Self Storage, but basically that's what it was before. Um, after I looked at the building and looked at the business there, we kind of thought it might be a nice complimentary business to apartments. And uh, people, especially with the sizes of apartments shrinking these days, people have the need uh, and there's the demand for self-storage and um, you know especially in a neighborhood like this where you have a lot of apartment buildings it's dense um, and you do have a lot of small apartments so we kind of fell into it Uh, it wasn't it wasn't ever my plan to come out and uh, find a self-storage business or to actually to even get into the self-storage business but it just kind of unfolded that way and you still have properties that you manage yeah, yeah. So I actually, um, you know, I, I don't work at Honoré Properties anymore, but the uh, owner of Honoré Properties, his name is Mike Shenuda. Him and I uh, are still working together and, and we are uh, co-owners of that facility. Um, Honoré Properties is a landlord in the neighborhood and has other apartment buildings in the area uh, that offer, you know, great, great apartment rentals to people. Um and I do the same thing as well. So, uh, yeah, so that's still in the works, new apartment buildings. Um, you know, I love this area and I continue to look for uh, opportunities uh, for, you know, to create nice living spaces for people, basically, as well as the self-storage. And can you talk about the transformation of the space from Windy City to Honoré? What did that look like? What did you do differently? How did you reconfigure the space? Sure. So I think these days uh, when I looked at, and and again, I'm still in the process of learning this business. uh, So there's still always room for improvement. But what I looked at, which was what seemed to be the newer facilities that were coming online and what customers seemed to want, 
it it generally was a a nice, clean, well lit, safe place that people were comfortable coming to. Um, you know, nothing against the old owners who had operated that facility for a long time, but you know there was definitely some room for improvement in that regard. So I think you know I went in with a vision of let's modernize this to what people want now, and that involved you know a number of things basically redoing the lighting, redoing the storage units to new modern storage units in there, painting the whole facility, putting a new uh, passenger-friendly wheelchair-accessible elevator in the building, um, building out a new front office that was actually inviting to people, made people want to come in. I mean, I talked about our good location, and I love being where we are because we got a ton of foot traffic at Clark and Foster. And one of the things I really wanted was a, a, an inviting office that people would come in off the street and you know decide to, to take a tour and hopefully rent a unit. Um, and then I, I also built out uh, a mail room, PO box room on the side as well as just kind of a complimentary offering for people. Um, you know, one of the things these days that a lot of people struggle with in the neighborhoods, especially, is getting packages delivered to their walk up apartments, whatever it might be, and they're getting taken or they're not, you know, they're not there for whatever's happening. And I think there's a need for a secure package delivery so that people, you know, these days everyone's ordering everything off Amazon or, um, you know, whatever retail online store they're using. And to be able to offer that service, I thought might be a good complimentary uh, offering for people in the neighborhood that want safe package acceptance and pickup, basically. Yeah, especially during those kind of daytime hours, even if you have a home, right, you know, exactly. where they're going to get delivered to and you're not going to be there for a while, then mm -hmm. you want to make sure that they get received and, and sure. stored. And Frank, um, we're hoping you can talk us through a little bit uh, the different types of storage units that Honoré offers. For example, um, the Chamber is one of your customers. Yes, so we... and thank you guys. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, I was going to say, we are currently storing... Um, all of our neighborhood guide boxes and soon to be pallets of bricks in a 20 by 10 foot unit, I want to say. Mm -hmm. um, so what is the range? What can people select from? Yeah. So, you know, the goal is to have a wide offering um, so that you can address any storage need a person might have. So, you know, the, the units start as small as uh, five by five and, and, and four feet high. So it's kind of a almost half of what a normal storage locker would be. Um, and those are the cheapest. So we, you know, we wanted to have an offering that's uh, very affordable. And for people that, you know, they just want to put a few boxes, things that they, you know, they don't have a bunch of stuff they want to store and they don't want to rent a huge storage unit uh, in order to do it. Um, but they range all the way from that, uh, all the way up to, you know, units that are 250 square feet, kind of like yours, you have a 200 square foot unit, which is a 10 by 20. Uh, and those are useful for people that are storing, you know, a two to three bedroom house worth of items. Um, or a chamber of commerce that has, uh, you know, a lot of goods. 400 that they need to plus store. boxes. 400 plus yeah. tents, tables. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so the, there's a there's a large range, and then in between there, there's almost every size you can imagine um, of of different storage units that are, you know, priced uh, accordingly, and. Um, you know, provide options for people so that they don't have to rent a large storage unit if they don't have that much stuff. 
And speaking of the neighborhood guide, um, Honoré is one of our featured advertorials in the guide. So if folks are kind of listening to this and want to visualize a little bit what the facility looks like, um, there's a really great photograph that our photographer, Anjali Pinto, captured of your two employees sort of in one of the hallways there. And Mm -hmm. they look really cool with their pose and their boxes. But you can see the, the units lined up behind them. Yep, exactly. I mean, we were really happy to be in the neighborhood guide this year. I think that's, um, you know, one of the cool things, one of the many cool things that the chamber does. So um, we are in there and and that gives you a little bit of a glimpse of the new uh, storage units we installed and a couple of our office employees. I think um, we have a great staff that works in the office. They're uh, you know, they really pride themselves on working well with people, talking to people. I mean, we have individuals that come in, I'm pretty sure, just to talk to the, the staff in the office um, and pretend they have to access their unit because, <laughs> but that's how friendly our staff is. That's so awesome. I'm, I'm really happy with the people we have there. Yeah, we've certainly enjoyed, we rented our unit back in May and we have a second unit there, but it is just super convenient for us. It is right here. It is centrally located. We can pull in the back loading dock, which is so important for us and being able to kind of load all of our stuff in so yeah yeah i think on the location side too the what's a challenge with storage facilities is you generally need a large space um and when you look at a lot of the big competitors that we have they're a little bit off the beaten path because they want a large space again to build a thousand storage units now our offering is much smaller but I valued location over size. So the strategy is really, hey, we want to offer something to the neighborhood that's conveniently located. A lot of the other facilities are out on the fringe. I'm not as concerned about having a super large facility. I'd rather have something that's in the mix, that's you know in the popular area, that's got high foot traffic, and that's convenient for people to get to. All of Honoré's units are indoors, and most are in climate-controlled areas. Can you explain the importance of having these climate-controlled areas in a storage facility? Yeah, so there's, um, you know, again, this this kind of goes in line with being able to offer a different product to people at different price points based on what they're trying to store. Um, Climate-controlled storage is essentially for sensitive, you know, items that are sensitive to to climate um, conditions. So... You know, sometimes you have individuals that might have artwork or things that, you know, maybe they're concerned about the humidity or um, the temperature not getting too hot or cold, whatever it might be. Um, so we, we do offer both climate-controlled and non-climate-controlled units. Um, and again, the, the climate control is really more for specialty items where people are um, really trying to make sure that those items aren't impacted by, you know, significant changes to the environment, uh, which, you know, we try to do for those people. And Frank, we know your website has a tool to help people find the right size unit for their needs. Can you talk us through how that tool works or where they would find it on the website? Sure. And, you know, the size unit thing is actually something I've been learning as well, because I found out early on that people come in and they don't know what size they need. So they would ask me, you know, what do you think I need? And when I started the business, I had no idea. So over time, you know, you kind of learn when you work there what size uh, units people need based on what they have. The other option is our website has a convenient storage calculator, uh, which is on one of the tabs on our on our homepage. And that 
tool is essentially helpful for people to kind of enter in generally what they're looking to store, and then it will calculate for them what size, size storage unit they would need. And where do you see um, a lot of your customers coming from? Are they, are they more local, or do you have people that are further out coming so it is a very local business. Um, when you look at opening a self-storage facility, the general industry guideline is that you assume all of your customers are going to come within a three-mile radius. And in an urban, dense environment like this, it's even much smaller. So when I looked at this, I mean, our customer base is coming from a mile radius, mile and a half. Uh, for the most part. And that's common for a city environment because because of the density and because you have a lot of options. I mean, there are other options out there. Um, so you do generally get most of your customers from the close surrounding neighborhoods for sure. And you offer other services as well. You have packing tape and moving boxes and that sort yeah. of thing. Can you speak to more about those extra services? Yeah, for sure. So we do have kind of a retail operation along with the storage uh, units. So the front office offers um, a, an range of moving supplies, boxes, tape, uh, bubble wrap, you know, whatever, whatever you think you might need associated with a move because a lot of people are using storage as a result of a move. So those options are a convenience for people because a lot of people come in, they're looking at a storage unit and then they realize, oh yeah, I need, you know, I'm in the middle of a move, that's why I need storage and I do need, you know, 10 boxes along with it and tape. And so we offer all those things to just kind of be a one-stop shop for people who are in the middle of a move um, and, and to be able to kind of help them out with those items as well. This is Always Andersonville, the podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Joelle. This episode is brought to you by Chicago sales coach Paul Baraz of Trainwreck Solutions. His new workshop series, Sales Made Simple, occurs monthly every fourth Thursday from 6 to 7.30 p.m. at 5153 North Clark, room 228. Don't miss the upcoming workshop on September 26th. Walk away with at least one new idea to take your business to the next level. Sign up now at trainwrecksolutions.com or email Paul at paulbaraz at gmail.com. Joelle, how do you become a sponsor? Well, Laura, any of our chamber member businesses or a business considering becoming a member can email us directly for sponsorship information at info at andersonville.org. We offer sponsorship for both one episode or four episodes in a row. We are always looking for new sponsors, and we also encourage listener feedback. So if you have a guest you'd like to see on the show, please email us at info at andersonville.org. You can also email us with questions, comments, or general neighborhood inquiries. We look forward to hearing from you. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share Always Andersonville, the podcast on iTunes. Do you have a favorite storage story so far? I guess, yeah, I was going to so, ask that too. Yeah, I don't know if I mean, we're like allowed to disclose well, what people store. I but. mean, you haven't been open that long, but <laughs> you know, that that whole storage wars kind of reality TV yeah. show. So I, I, think wonder. You, I think you hit it right on the head. So most people don't think of the self-storage business as being exciting, but there is a TV show on TV that has to do with self-storage. So it's got to be somewhat exciting. And that is honestly probably been one of the highlights is doing so it's a, it's not a it's not a great situation when someone 
stops paying their storage unit. I mean, that's that's the last thing that I want to have happen. But um, you know, when when that does happen and people abandon their stuff, essentially, uh, you do hold a storage auction, which is kind of so I envisioned it. So we've had one, and and it and it's open to the neighborhood for people to come in. Um, so well, you know, if you're, if you're interested yeah. in, in that type of thing, yeah, uh, you know, you can definitely stop by the next one. But um, I watched Storage Wars before our auction and envisioned the same exact thing happening. And no one showed up. No one showed up to our auction. So we had it, uh, you know, we had a few units and, um, you know, there's there's some interesting things people store for sure. And, uh, you know, hopefully the next one we can get some people to show up for. But we were, we were really new to the neighborhood and I, I don't know that people knew, you know, what was going on or if, you know, that we were even there yet, but, um, that's definitely one of the more exciting things. And we ended up, we ended up, so now all this stuff has moved online. So we ended up doing the auction online and we had people come and um, I kind of watched them sort through all the things and was curious about, you know, what they find in there or, you know, what happens. But um, it, you know, it, it's kind of fun when stuff like that happens. Well, next time we'll have our, our local videographer, Jack Brantman, come in and we'll we'll shoot our own kind of episode. For sure. I'll yeah. be the auctioneer. I can practice a little bit. <laughs> yeah, definitely let us know because we'll get that out in the Andersonville Weekly too so people know that it's coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, David and I joked about that when we were putting our stuff in because it'd be like, we have like flamingos, like the little <laughs> like lawn flamingos yeah. and like... Cases of Bing. Cases of Bing in our neighborhood guides and like bricks. Yeah. So bricks. Yeah. he would be like, wah, wah, like yeah. I bid on this. <laughs> right. Exactly. I was going to ask you what typical hours can people expect if they're considering Honoré for storage? Sure. So our uh, open hours right now are uh, 9.30 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. during the week, Saturday 9 to 5 and Sunday 10 to 4 and we keep the those are access hours in, as well because we right now are trying to keep the facility as secure as possible and we always have someone on site and at some point down the line my vision is to have um have longer access hours so basically have uh, a keypad installed on the facility uh and and have it still be secure but allow people to come in uh, at times where maybe the office is closed. So I think that's a coming soon, uh, piece for the business. But as of right now, you know, we have someone on site that's helping people that is is there for uh, a good portion of the day. And, and most people have been happy with that. And I will say, Frank is right. They, you have the friendliest staff, like for like a storage facility, like you wouldn't expect to just get this like right. top notch treatment going in, but they're lovely, lovely, lovely people. I'm very happy with them. I got lucky. So Frank, we're really hoping that folks will get to check out Honoré Storage during Andersonville Arts Week, which is coming up September 19th through the 22nd. Um, you are right on the footprint near the Arts Fest portion that's happening on the weekend. If folks want to stop by on their way to the fest and check out um, the facilities, would you offer tours during weekends or are they specific times? Uh, we, we will do a tour at any time for people stopping in. You can come in. We have coffee, water uh, at all times, and we're happy just to talk. People want to hang out. Awesome. And we also hope to get an artist in there as well so you can have a little... It would be so cool if you could deck out a whole storage facility with art, with art and it'd be like, yeah. yeah, 
a gallery within a unit, but I guess it would depend on what's available. I would point. say let's do it if the yeah. artist is open to it. So. Yeah. We'll, we'll help work on that for you. Right. Um, so that would be really cool to check out during Arts Week. And then also look for Honoré. I know you always hand out candy during the Neighborhood Trick or Treat, which this year falls on Saturday, October 26th. So another really good, um, I know Halloween seems so far away at this point, but it's going to be here before we know it, but a good way to meet the staff and see the front office and facility. Yep, we'll have more. So last year and was Did I hear you're going to have full size? So, so, <laughs> so yes, the full size I know are in high demand. Last year was our first Halloween and we got cleaned out. We didn't, I didn't even realize. And so we, we even handed out, we have a mini fridge for the employees and we had a whole assortment because of stuff from our grand opening we had like starbucks frappuccinos and we had bags of chips and and all of that even got cleared out i mean we gave out everything that we had and hey mom look i got a frappuccino yeah i mean kids took the frappuccinos the, i mean everything little things of pringles so this time we'll be prepared with the candy um and you know maybe some frappuccinos if people are lucky we'll yeah. see for other businesses listening to this podcast people go through about a thousand pieces of candy that day yep. so so yeah I believe it get that get to Costco early so you don't want to Walgreens makes a pretty right. hefty profit day of right. when when our businesses run out of candy so or just get a big bag of like um Starburst and individually wrapped <laughs> for lifesavers and like here's two yeah. <laughs> the kid would Stretch be like it out. thanks <laughs> Well, Frank, now we've reached the part of our show when we ask our guests which Andersonville business you would like to trade places with for the day. Trade places with. You know. So you're out of your storage for, unit. For you're me, in. because when I sit in my chair at, at the desk at Honoré Storage, I'm staring directly across the street at Hopleaf and just imagining myself there having a beer for most of the day. So, and they are crowded at all times it seems like so that's probably the business i would i would change places with for a day and uh see see how things are happening over there great choice yeah what's your favorite beer over there do you have a favorite beer that they have on tap or have you had a favorite beer in the past i don't know joelle's pregnant so she can't drink any beer no yeah i don't think i have a, a good one that i that i can speak to i like to just try new beers every time i go somewhere they have a good like they selection a, there. A terrific rotating selection yep. on tap. So, and just a reminder, Michael Roper has been interviewed on this podcast. I can't recall the episode number off the top of my head, but it was only a few months back at this point. So, the evolution of Hopleaf. <laughs> and I think we only had only had one other business kind of mentioned Hopleaf, and that was Stephen Perlman and. Mark Towns oh, right, because they have a good Canada. vegetarian menu. Yeah, yeah they have a good menu, yeah, too. I've really done good a few menu. lunches there. Yeah. Well, thank you, Frank, for joining us today. And thank you for listening to Always Andersonville, the podcast. For more information about Honoré Storage, please visit honorestorage.com. Show notes on today's episode can be found at andersonville.org. Always Andersonville, the podcast, is produced by the Andersonville Chamber of Commerce. Find episodes streaming weekly on iTunes and Podbean with show notes available at andersonville.org.